0: Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and I coach gay men in their personal growth to break free of the status quo and live out their gifts so they can create a positive impact in the world. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I hope I'm achieving with this podcast here. So I have a really big favor to ask of you if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. And I think this will be about episode 12. So it's exciting that I've committed to this and stuck with this, and I'm looking forward to going up to two episodes a week, and I'll have more on that when it actually happens. But the most important way that this podcast will grow is if you do at least two and preferably three things, maybe four things, maybe five things. Okay, I'll keep it really simple on you from simplest to most complex. If you're listening in iTunes, please rate it. Give me five stars, four stars if you like it, but you're just not that super overwhelmed. But the higher the number of stars and the more often that you give me the rating, the more that this trends in iTunes and then the more people listening and it helps me to expand what I'm able to offer you. Number two is In iTunes or whatever your favorite player is that you're listening to this podcast on, leave some form of a review, whether that be a general review or something specific about the episode you're listening to tweet, share on Facebook or wherever you want the podcast itself or something you heard. Maybe just put in quote something I said. And then finally, the most complex of them all is to head over to my website. And you can just find that if for, I know if you're listening on iTunes, click on episode web page, it'll take you to the actual blog post associated with the episode you're listening to. And if you have a question, if you've got a different opinion, if you've got something that you want to share to enlighten others to provide you know some feedback about your own experience in relation to what i've been talking about i would be so grateful and that effort on your part is huge huge for me and really appreciated so let's get into today's episode which i'm calling privilege versus abundance And understand the difference between those two things. So it's still Friday morning for me. And this morning, as usual, I got up a little late today, 6am, did my morning thing, and then was just about to turn into the gym around 7 o'clock this morning. You know, it's hot outside. I've got my wireless headphones in. I'm listening to some, you know, uplifting trance music by Dash Berlin on my iPhone. And it's a very mixed area where I live in Toronto near Cabbage Town and the, the gay village. And I see a homeless man walking along the sidewalk, wandering aimlessly. Now, I mention all of the things that I had. Because for a moment, I pretended that it shouldn't matter what I was witnessing as I'm turning into the gym with my gym membership, with my clothes, with my health, with my iPhone, with my wireless headphones. But thinking the thought that it shouldn't matter made it so. And You know, I did nothing about it other than to recognize the fact that this awareness, this thought, bothered me. And I could be making an assumption, but it was probably right on a level of possessions that I had so much more compared to this homeless person. You know... But even with all of my struggles, the debt load I have, wondering how I can build a business or create more income and discovering that it's not about wanting and needing, it's about allowing, I realized the privilege I had in my abundance. And I just want to mention a little bit again or go back to the idea of allowing, which is a really different feeling and a state of mind than wanting or needing. Wanting or needing could be associated more with ancient parts of the brain, the oldest parts of the brain that are seeking comfort, that are trying to keep you from feeling pain. And they're very emotional. They are creating attachments to things. And things are just things. They are not who you are. But allowing is a state of mind or an emotional state that perpetuates and opens up to abundance. Now, I'm going to sort of interject here that I'm not going to say I'm an expert In this area, this is something that's been an ongoing learning thing with me and also trying to find my own languaging and terminology around a lot of this because I don't use a very sort of like spiritual language to explain things like this. But often when we talk about things like abundance, universe and mindset, we start thinking of things like the law of attraction or the movie The Secret that came out years ago and all of these things are wonderful and helpful and appeal to different people at different times of their life and at different states of their own awareness. And whatever language works best for you, reframe, perhaps, what I'm saying so that it makes sense to you. So, you know, in seeing this man, I also thought, you know, who am I to judge? My thought was that he has nothing or he has next to nothing, but that doesn't mean he needs anything because I also don't know what his state of mind is. I'm, I'm making assumptions. I'm jumping to conclusions, but on a basic level, surely having a home, you know, basic things that give you security and peace of mind should be in abundance for everyone and not be a privilege so the way in which society is structured creates privilege of different levels. And I'm not talking about the super wealthy versus the middle class or even the lower class. And classes itself as a kind of like privilege mindset. I'm not even going to get into it. I'm going to get like distracted if I start talking about that. But this started creating like a line of thought in my mind that <clears throat> with abundance... With the allowing of abundance and the acceptance of abundance being an a priori, always there, never having not been there, universal constant. With abundance comes responsibility to oneself and to the universal construction that abundance is a priori available to everyone. Wow sometimes this stuff gets a little deep and every once in a while I get a little deep into things like this and I'm like what the hell am I even talking about but I do know what I'm talking about so I'm trying to explain myself based on some notes that I've got in front of me because this really got me thinking about things this morning so I'm going to say it again with abundance comes responsibility to oneself And to the universal construct that abundance is a priori available to everyone. But the thing is abundance isn't a thing. It's a mindset. It's a feeling. It's a state of being. It's a constant. It's a universal constant. Because if you turn abundance into a thing, a possession or something that you own or something that you need to protect, then it becomes a a construct, an intellectual construct of the mind that becomes a kind of a privilege where someone might say, well, if this person is living on the street, clearly they've got problems and they're not willing to work to create money for themselves or put a roof over their heads. And, you know, so that's their problem. They've got a poverty mindset or they're just like not good enough or what's wrong with them? Why can't they see that everything is available to them? And that last statement could be what part of the problem is for this homeless person. I don't know if he's a crack addict. I don't know if he's chosen to be homeless. I don't know if he's actually happy and content with everything that's going on in his life He may have chosen this life. He may also be stuck in a mental trap, believing that he's not good enough and that there are limitations in the universe about what he can or cannot receive. So this made me think, like, what, What should I call this almost natural, repeated set of reactions that I've witnessed myself having when I see homeless people on the street having these kinds of judgments in my head and then questioning, are these judgments correct of other people? Does that make me a bad person? Well, I think... Having the awareness, first of all, asking oneself that question, does this make me a bad person, opens us up, opens me up to becoming a better person. I spoke in another podcast about, it was a, I forget the title exactly, but I was talking about the loneliness of leadership and that something happened with someone in my life that I was working with and I had to remove them from a position. And in so doing, I made a moral, ethical statement that meant I had to adhere to that kind of personal responsibility. Not that I hadn't done it before, but I wasn't maybe always consistent. So I had to step up. I raised the bar higher for myself. So in asking questions like this of ourselves, the tougher, the deeper questions about often it does circle around the judgment we make of others and that are judgments based on ourselves or self-limiting beliefs that become judgments of others outside of ourselves. We might use judgment for people that make us uncomfortable we might use judgment for people that make us feel uncomfortable which means we're probably not doing something that would make us a better more inspired more aware person more helpful more empathetic and that was an aha moment. And I, I wrote this down. It was an awe awareness like awe, ah, A-W-E. When you're like in awe of something, it was an awe awareness like whoa. That <clears throat> comfort is an aspect or a kind of abundance. And that if we are uncomfortable, we're not... In an abundant mindset. So, uncomfort or discomfort might lead to judgment of ourselves or things or people. You know, discomfort is stepping outside of the belief or the acceptance of abundance as limitless. And maybe this is where privilege as a form of protection begins to show up. So if I judge and ignore this homeless man, it's because in some way I'm worried about losing what I have or what little I have. And again, I'm looking at my notes here because I wrote to myself what little I have and limitation is a perception and limitation is not abundance. Remember that holding on to ideas like poverty or not having enough are mental constructs. You know, poverty and prosperity are on absolute opposite ends of a spectrum. We think as human beings in binaries. It's left or right, top or bottom, right or wrong, poor or rich, prosperous or living in poverty. But the feeling state, the allowing mental state of abundance says there's no judgment here. There's no binary. There's no right or wrong. There's no limit. There's only your thoughts and the actions you take from your thoughts to create what you want in your life, to be who you want to be. And there's no urgency because urgency, I think, is based on a kind of a limitation urgency is kind of a pushing, like, oh, I need this so bad, I want this so bad, I have to get to that, as opposed to an abundant approach to personal success. And success is, again, a state of mind about you feeling like you've done what you believed you could do and you set out to do it. You are literally pulled toward. And what, imagine just the physical difference, close your eyes, when someone pushes you, Often you you lean back into it because you don't want to be pushed or you resist it. But when someone pulls you, when you're down on the ground and tired and someone who cares about you reaches out their arm to you and you grab around their wrist and their hand, all five fingers closes around your wrist and they bend their knees and they stabilize and they help pull you up and you assist with coming up off the ground. You're being pulled towards something. And that's abundance. That's allowing. Boom, goes my brain anyway. <laughs> because what I'm talking about right now is a self-teaching moment. So abundance, then, is non-judgmental. Abundance is an expression of the truth of the universe, which is ever-expanding. Hey, I ain't no physicist, but Einstein's equation was something like E equals M C squared, right? But I know it had to do with the idea that energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be changed. And the same thing is true of our thoughts. So if we limit our thoughts, we're actually putting a box around them. We're keeping ourselves in a container in a status quo we're not allowing ourselves to see things differently we're not allowing ourselves to expand to change or evolve and again my ignorance of science but i know this much like quantum theory it states that our observations of particles has an effect upon them so as soon as we look at quantum particles they change something happens to them So by comparison, my observation of abundance this morning and what that meant in relation to this homeless man I was seeing and recognizing what I have, my observation of abundance had an effect upon my understanding of it because I looked at it in a different way. And by looking at it in a different way, I started to develop a different relationship between the limiting concept of privilege and the allowing non-judgmental aspect of abundance. So now what? (laughs) I think the big lesson here for me, and that I hope is, is clear to you as well, is that there is no limit. There are no limitations other than the ones we create and the ones that we accept, the limitations maybe that have been imposed upon us by the society outside of us. And sometimes we simply can't see these things because we're so clamped into a social box or an environmental status quo box. And, you know, it's six sides all around us, above and below us. And it's with this blind acceptance that we can punch through to shed light upon how we're stuck, how we're not living out the best of who we are. (sighs) That felt good. (laughs) I feel like I benefited more recording this podcast for myself today. And I really hope that this has been useful to you. If you want to leave me a comment or to find more, find out more about coaching with me, then please go to my website, darrenstehle.com, and that's spelled D-A-R-R-E-N-S-T-E-H-L-E.com. And subscribe and please rate the podcast on iTunes or in your favorite player so that you never miss an episode. And finally, you can find me on Medium, Twitter, and Instagram as Darren Steele. Just use the little... Um, The at symbol, Darren Steele, all one word. Until next time, live out and live proud.